Okay, it's been a month since I did my last podcast. Um, Actually, not a month. This is the end of August, and the last podcast episode was the beginning of August. There's been a lot going on, and um, especially in the tennis world, so this episode will be about tennis. Today is the eve of the U.S. Open. It starts tomorrow uh, with matches in the morning on Monday, and um, I'm very excited. I will be working from home to watch all the matches as I possibly can. We'll have it playing in the background while I work. My job allows me to um, answer emails, do emails, um, do all kinds of things without having to talk to someone, but I will have to turn it off when I talk to folks. So it's gonna be a fun week, fun two weeks. This year, the U.S. Open is going to have individuals, or should I say fans, in the stands, which I think is a great thing. Um, my understanding is they do not have to be vaccinated. Um, I also understand that the players do not have to be vaccinated as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, with the U.S. Open and uh, what the audience will look like and what the players will look like. One of the biggest pieces of news about the U.S. Open is that um, a lot of the top players are not going to be there. Um, Rafa Nadal is not playing. Roger Federer is not playing. Dominic Thiem, the reigning champion in the men's division, is not playing. And neither is Venus or Serena Williams. Um, My understanding is both Venus and Serena are injured and the other three uh, male players I mentioned are also injured. Um, For Rafa Nadal and uh, Roger Federer and Dominic Team, this is the end of their season and it looks like this is the end of the season for Venus and Serena because this is the last uh, major tournament um, that happens in a normal tennis year. So moving on, couple things that came up in the news that I wanted to at least chat about and find out what people think. Um, The first one is the coaching controversy at the Western and Southern Open where Alexander Zverev um, was, I guess, talking about how Stefanos Tsitsipas would take his tennis bag in the locker room when he went for bathroom breaks. Allegedly, he was thinking or saying that Stefanos was um, communicating with his dad, who's his coach, in the stands because um, during those breaks, his dad would be on his cell phone the entire time looking down, texting. So allegedly Zverev was saying that uh, Stefanos was being coached by his dad, which is um, against the rules. But the interesting thing I found out as I was looking on Twitter is that Zavera's brother, Misha, has admitted to coaching Alexander when he's playing or when he played in a match sometime in the past. So I thought that was interesting that Zverev is saying that he was upset about Tsitsipas being coached by his dad, but it sounds like his brother has admitted to giving signs to him in a tennis match, and I don't know what tennis match it was. So very interesting. It's sort of a pot calling the kettle black. Um, but I don't know what other folks think about coaching. You know, some players can play by themselves. Roger Federer had coaches, but I think Roger Federer always made the decisions. 
Um, I remember the U.S. Open with Serena and uh, Naomi Osaka, where her coach Patrick said he was signaling Serena, but he admitted that Serena wasn't paying attention to him. So I think, um, you know, when you see players after a point look up in their box, who knows what their coaches are doing as far as signals are concerned. There may be, you know, coaches who are sending signals to their players. Um, You can do a blink, you can do a hand motion, you can nod your head. Um, Just like in baseball, they have all those signs. In football, they have all those signs. Who knows who's being coached by their coach in a tennis match. So it'll be interesting to see if anything further comes out of that. Also, in addition, um, Alexander Zverev has been accused of beating his former girlfriend. Um, And she said that he tried to smother her with a pillow, and I guess he was physical with her. And now it seems like in the news, it sounds like Alexander is um, getting several attorneys to kind of look into this and disprove um, what his ex-girlfriend is saying. She's never filed charges, but I was reading another article that said if Alexander wins the U.S. Open, it's going to be a problem for tennis. So we shall see. Um, It'll be interesting to see if he even makes it to the final. There's a lot of good players. There's Danil Medvedev, um, Djokovic, you know, who could hit number 21 um, as far as uh, Grand Slam goes. Um, some of these folks are in uh, his way. Sitsipas is a very good player, although he lost in the final at the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati. He could possibly win the U.S. Open. Um, some people think that the only reason why Dominic Team won last year is because Novak Djokovic got disqualified. And I think Novak has to be very careful about hitting balls into the crowd, hitting balls into the net. Um, because last year he got disqualified for hitting um, one of the referees, or should I say one of the officials who who was in the back of the court. So it would be very interesting. This U.S. Open, I think it's going to be very interesting as far as, you know, we could have two new champs. Along those lines, I think that a lot of fans are upset when the tennis press or when people make predictions for each round because you can only assume that somebody's going to win a round, but the U.S. Open has always been tricky. There's always been some unusual things happening at the U.S. Open. Same thing with the French Open. Uh, We could have a new champion, and we probably will on the men's side, but let's see if Naomi Osaka can pull that out at the U.S. Open. Um... I think she has the desire. I think she has the skills. Um, Let's see who will be in her way. Um, I think Ash Barty, of course, is a threat. She won the Western and Southern Open. She's a great player. She's calm. Um, She's not one of those power players. Um, She's very smart. She can really position herself to win points. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what Ash Barty does as well. I am not making any predictions because I just feel like there's something weird in the air and it may be a new champion for the U.S. Open. Speaking about Naomi Osaka, she has mentioned that she doesn't give a lot of credit to herself about the hard work that she does and doesn't celebrate 
her um, wins in life and in tennis because she keeps thinking, who am I? And she always thinks that she's not good enough. Um, when she first started playing, I really, really liked her and really, really liked her style. And I thought her press conferences were sort of a put on. And I thought that because she's older in her 20s, that she should um, be a lot more poised in those press conferences. But now that we all know better, um, it probably was difficult for her, especially if she's shy and she's not very talkative. I was reading somewhere else also that she felt like she didn't handle um, the French Open and that whole um, press ordeal in the right way, um, but she's probably being a little self-deprecating. So it'll be interesting to see how she handles the press conferences for the U.S. Open since last year um, she wore the seven masks of the seven slain African-American people by the police when all the turmoil was happening last year. So the U.S. Open, I think it's going to be really interesting because last year there was no audience. And this year, um, if you know anything about New York, New York can be crazy and loud. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be a lot of late nights for me watching tennis. So it's going to be a very thrilling um, major this year. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm really interested and watching all the press conferences and listening to all the analysts and all of the fun that comes out of the U.S. Open. And I'm hoping that um, Taylor Townsend, I don't know if anybody knows Taylor Townsend, um, she's a U.S. player. Um, she was doing some of the commentating um, on the Tennis Channel for the Western and Southern Open and I thought she was really a lot of fun. Um, she really did a great job of uh, analyzing and putting a little fun and working with her uh, co-commentator on what was happening um, at the Western and Southern Open. And I hope she gets to do the U.S. Open as well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Taylor Townsend um, recently had a baby and she's been working hard to get back into tennis, but um, she's taking pretty much a maternity leave, I should say, um, and just working out and trying to get back into tennis. I think her biggest match was uh, Simona Halep. She beat Simona Halep probably, I think, in 2020 or 2019. I can't remember, but I think that was her biggest win. Um, she was major potential because she won a few majors when she was a junior. And if you all remember that controversy, um, the USTA was not going to sponsor her because um, they felt that she needed to work harder and to work harder to lose weight. So that was also a big controversy back in the day. So read that in the news and what happened with her. And then just recently, Sasha Vickery, who is in the top 50 or 60 in the world also came out stating that she um, has suffered from some mental health issues like Naomi Osaka. Um, I can't remember whether it was anxiety or panic attacks um, that she said that she's had in her past as well. So a lot of the older states persons, if you will, um, in tennis are um, thinking that it's a good thing that we are talking about mental health in tennis. And I also think it's a good idea to talk about mental health and tennis 
and in all sports um to be the top of your game it's really um difficult and there's lots of things that you have to put up with but again it's going to be an exciting u.s open can't wait to see what's happening i may put out new episodes during the u.s open but uh wish everyone luck and happy watching the u.s open on tv